This podcast is brought to you by Pastor Stormy Swan and Faith Christian Family Church of Lubbock, Texas. For more information, please visit faithchurchlubbock.com. All right, go with me to the book of Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5, and um, I'll get going in this just here in a second. I want to I share something that took place on um, Monday or Tuesday in our world. And a lot of people probably didn't even know that it was such a big deal. But on one of those days, uh, if you study the news and stuff and the things that are going around in our world, Russia has been bombing Syria. And they're partners with the prime minister of Syria. But a couple days ago, they took off their fighter planes out of Iran. And this is, this is a huge step for that to take place. And the reason I say that, in Ezekiel 38, it literally prophesies things that will begin to take place in our world. And it will list like five different countries that will begin to unite that they will ultimately go after Israel. Russia, a place called Persia, which is Iran, another one called Gomer, which is modern-day Turkey, I didn't know this until recently. Turkey has the third largest army in the world right now. Also, Libya is involved. And so this is a big, big shift in the things that how this end-time prophecy is literally taking place in our eyes. I encourage you to read that. Get you a good translation where you begin to see that. I don't say that to put fear in you. But over and over again, we are literally seeing the Bible come to life. And so it's very interesting. That's why as Christians, we are told to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Lord said to the, the man of God, Abraham, in Genesis 12, he said, I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. And so what he's talking about as individual people and also of nations, when you bless Israel, the state of Israel, the Jews, there's a blessing on you. But when you curse them... And I will tell you this, our nation has begun to curse them as a whole. It's not good. It is not good, okay? And so, again, these are some of the areas that I encourage you to study these things so you can have some wisdom on who, who you vote for in a couple months. And I don't tell you to vote as a Christian. I tell you to vote as an American. Vote. Get out and vote. And I will say this, vote for people that have some character, Okay? And you say, Pastor, who is that? <laughs> Good question. Pray, pray, okay? Let's move on, okay? I don't want to get over in politics, but I can. All right. Mark chapter 5 is where we begin. Now, we've been talking about faith here, and a week ago we hit something that was very, very uh, beneficial as believers that we must understand. Romans ten seventeen says, Faith comes by hearing. It didn't say faith comes by obeying. It said faith comes by hearing. Hearing what? Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. So this tells me right here in this passage that if I don't hear the word of God, I'm not going to have faith. The only way it, it gives us insight that we're going to get faith is to hear the word of God. Now, it's interesting that he said faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. So it's an ongoing hearing. 
I liken that to kind of like your gas tank in your car. That you have a faith gauge just as we have a gas gauge. You fill that car up and as the week goes on, you begin to see it go down and go down and go down and go down. And we know in the natural, it's not a good thing if that thing runs out. Same way with faith. I got to stay full of faith. And the only way that happens is to get in the word and hear the word. And so, where's your faith gauge at tonight? And we hit on Joshua chapter 1. And on four different occasions, the Lord said, be strong and of good courage. Be strong. And he said, be strong in the Lord. You know what the courage I believe was? He was telling Joshua, have courageous faith. You're going to have to step out in faith and you're going to have to trust the things I tell you. And so Joshua said, how does that look? And he said, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. Speak the word. Meditate on the word. Recite the word day and night that you may observe to do it. And I love the last part of that verse. And it says, then you will make your way prosperous and then you'll have good success. So he gives us some insight right there about certain things pertaining to the word of God. Now, we begin tonight in Mark chapter 5, verse 25. Ooh, this is a good one here. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. It's a long time. 12 years. 12 years. I mean, that's from first grade to 12th grade. And she had suffered many things from many physicians, yet she had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. Now, when you read into that a little bit there, you realize for 12 years, this woman was persistent to find a cure. She said, I'll go to doctor after doctor after doctor. And she said she went to all of them that she could find. She was so persistent that she spent everything she had. She said, I don't care how much it costs. I want to be healed. And so we read there and it says, but she was no better, but rather grew worse. Verse 27. And when she heard about Jesus, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So she heard about Jesus. And whatever she heard about Jesus, she believed it convinced her to act or obey. Watch this. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and she touched his garment The reason she acted is because she believed. What did she believe? What she had heard about Jesus. And see, that's where every one of us in this room, we've got to get into the Bible and we've got to start hearing the word of God and we've got to start hearing about Jesus. Verse 28. For she said, for she said. Now remember what the the Lord said to Joshua in 1.8. He said, Can you speak the word? Speak the word. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. So she speaks out of her mouth what she believes will happen. And where was her believing birth? It was birth again on what she heard. So we build our faith by what we hear, but we release or we express our faith By the words out of our mouth. 
So again, if you'll note here, she said, if I touch the hem of his garment, I shall make him be made well. So in saying this right here, I got to start getting over there and make my words agree with the desires or the word of God. That was a statement of faith. I believe I'll be made well. Now remember, she had rather grew worse than better, but she heard about Jesus and she says this. Now in Hebrews 10.23, it says, hold fast the confession or the profession of your faith. Hold fast to it. In other words, quit speaking negatively. Quit speaking things that don't align with the word of God. I marked this in my Bible. And I'll quote it to you. This is is Matthew 9, starting in verse 19. Now, I want to read this to you. This is the same passage we're reading here in Mark 5. But this is coming from Matthew. Now, listen to what he says here. And suddenly a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years came from behind and he touched and, and, and she touched the hem of his garment. I, I had never really noticed the significance about the hem of his garment, but I thought that there's got to be something there. And in this passage, it's cross-referenced to Numbers 15, 28. What happened with the hem of their garment? They had these tassels that were sewn on. And the tassels would hang down, and those tassels were continual reminders to the Jew to believe the Torah, to believe the will of God, to believe the Word of God. So when they they saw those tassels, it would be a reminder, I'm going to believe God. And I believe every one of us have to have some type of reminder. So right here, she touches the hem of his garment. Now, this is Matthew 9.21. Now, listen real close to this. For she said to herself, for she said to herself, when I touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made well. It's powerful when me and you learn to speak to ourselves about what the Bible says. It's powerful when we start saying out of our mouth what the word of God says. And I believe every one of us in this room, we got to get this where we begin to speak the word out of our mouth day by day by day. And remember, that was one of the ways to prosperity and success for Josh. We said, get the word in your mouth day and night. Speak it out. And so we see the, the significance right here. Back to verse 28. For she said, if only I, I, may touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made well. Now, the reason I want to highlight I there, it's the same for me and you. What she was speaking was her faith. What we speak is our faith. In other words, as as much as Kendra may love me, she can't move my faith. I can't move hers. And so this lady right here is saying, Man, I, I gotta get a hold of these things. I gotta begin to do it. And it goes back to what Joshua said in, in Joshua 1-8. He said at the end of that, then you, you, the one who believes the word of God, the one who speaks the word of God, the one who believes the word of God, the one who acts on the word of God, then you will make your way prosperous and then you'll have good success. So what Jesus does here, 
He, he throws the ball into our court to mine and yours and he says, it's up to you. It's your choice to hear the word. It's your choice to believe it. It's your choice to speak it. And so she begins to see the, the power of this. I believe she got to a place in her life where she was fully convinced that she would be made well. Again, how did she get to that point in her life? She heard about Jesus. What do you think she heard about Jesus? This is what I believe she heard. She got around people and they said, I'm telling you, I've seen that when people touch him or he lays hands on people, they get healed. I've seen him heal the blind. I've seen him touch the ears of the the lame or the, the deaf and they hear and the lame walk. I've seen him lay hands on the lepers and they're healed. You know what? Even one time, I wasn't there, but I heard he went in and he raised this dude named Lazarus from the dead. So this woman gets bombarded with all those things that she hears here, and she begins to believe what she heard. And so again, the reason people act on the Word of God is because they believe the Word of God. The reason people don't act on the Word of God, they don't believe the Word will do what it says it'll do. How's that happen? i got to stay into the Word of God like he's talking about here. Verse 29. Immediately, the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction or the suffering. Can you imagine this? Twelve years. And she knew something just happened. Immediately. Now watch verse 31. Verse 30. And Jesus immediately, knowing himself that power had gone out of him, turned to the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? Who touched... So... Not only did the woman immediately know something happened, Jesus immediately noticed that someone put a demand on him. Again, watch what happens here in this next verse, and I'm going to explain some stuff. But his disciples said to him, you are, you, you see the multitude thronging you and you say, who touched me? So different people are grabbing him all the time right there. Was she the only one in that crowd that day that needed to be healed? I don't believe so. I mean, you can imagine people from all over the place were grabbing a hold of him. So why did this woman get healed? And it doesn't mention anybody else in this passage got healed. Something happens when we begin to get over in faith and we believe the word of God. And when he said, who did this? He wasn't acting out of a confession of guilt or something was wrong with it. You know why Jesus said, who did this? He wanted her to confess public or to testify public and let everybody know. He's the healer. He's the healer. And so you know as well as I do, when you get around people that have been healed or touched by God and you see it all over them, you realize God did something. And there's people look at you and say, I don't know that God does that anymore. Oh, yeah, he does. I'm a witness to it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. And I can stand before you and I said, I can see it happen. When people tell me God doesn't heal no more, I'm like, now, wait a minute. Isn't he the same yesterday, today, and forever God? Well, yeah, he is, but he doesn't do that no more. Really? What verse is that? See, again, I've seen those things and I'll testify of it. I've seen. I mean, on numerous occasions, those things happen. And so again, that's what he's saying. I need you to testify. Stir up the other people because the same thing that he did for me, he'll do for you. 
Verse 32. And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman fearing and trembling. Now understand this. When I begin to look at this, what this meant. It literally meant that she had a fear of God and a reverence for God. So she's fearing and trembling. Knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him. And he told, and, and, and she told him the whole truth. What you begin to see here, when she comes and she bows before him, can you imagine what was taking place there? He said, who did this? And everybody's watching and this woman comes and bows before him. And so by bowing before him, she's bowing before him as Lord, but she's also saying, he's the healer. And not only is he the healer, I give him glory. I give him glory. I give him honor. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you did. Verse 34. Now, this is real interesting here. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you well. Now, I like that. Again, your, your faith, my faith. There's not one reference in there where Jesus said, my faith puts you over, darling. So again, Jesus is telling me and you that when we tap into faith, things begin to happen. Daughter, your faith has made you well. So again, you see right here, what did her faith do? It made her well like she talked about. And so you go back and look, what was her faith about? She heard about Jesus. She began to speak what she was going to do. And then she began to act on the word of God because she believed the word of God. James 1.22 be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. So you look at this woman, she became ob- obedient. She didn't say, I hope this is going to work. I wish this works. I, I pray someday this happens. She didn't say, knock on wood, cross your fingers. This girl got a hold of faith right here. And Jesus says to her, go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Now, the reason I want to highlight that, because this woman, her healing was a result of great and persistent faith. I don't believe she ever gave up. She kept saying, I'm going to get cured. And then she found out about Jesus. But one of the reasons we highlight this today is because Faith will work in any arena of your life. You know what the key is? You got to find scripture for what you're believing for. Why? Without the word of God, there is no faith, okay? But anytime I can find scripture pertaining to what I'm needing in my life, and I begin to soak in that, and I begin to marinate that, and I hear it, and I hear it, and I hear it, and I hear it, Something begins to happen on the inside of me over and over and over again, over and over again. That's why it's powerful. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's the word of God. That's Philippians 4.13. So if I begin to hear that, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can hear, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. By confessing that out of your mouth before long, that begins to take root. You know, I used to, I used to say that all the time over my life. I had a heart to preach, but I hated to be in front of people. That's not good. 
actually, that's miserable. That's a fear. And I would begin to speak that, and I'd begin to say it. I remember the first few times I'd preach, there, there would be an exit sign on the back of churches or places I'd go, and I would look right over people's head. I'd act like they weren't even in there because they were fear. But you know what I kept saying? I can do all things through Christ Jesus. I can do all things. And you know, now, I, I love to speak. I realize I butcher the English language, but I'm okay with it. Just speak your heart and everything. But again, areas in your life that you've struggled Find the word of God and begin to speak the word of God. Again, without the word, there is no faith. So I feed my faith and I starve my doubts. Now, here's something that arises many times. People will say, well, I don't know that's the will of God. Let me help you with that. If you can find scripture for it, the word of God is the will of God. And the will of God is the word of God. One of the way God gets his message over to us is through his Bible. How do you know how to be saved? The word of God. Is it God's will that every man be saved? He says that in Peter. He said, I desire that none perish. But again, the only way I know about salvation is through the word of God. So, for God so loved the world that whosoever believeth in him. Again, I've got to know the word of God. And when I know the word of God, I know the will of God in those areas of my life. Ooh, I've got a couple minutes here. Go with me to to 2 Corinthians 1. I'm going to hit some of these. And we're literally going to feed our faith here and starve our doubts with some of this. 2 Corinthians 1. 2 Corinthians 1, verse 20. For all the promises of God. How many of them? Thank you. All. All the promises of God in Jesus or in him are are fulfilled through him. Are yes, are yes, and amen. Some of the different translations, one says they get stamped with the yes of Jesus. And so when you look here, all the promises of, of, of God are yes and amen through him. They're yes. You know what the word amen means? So be it. So be it. So when we pray in the name of Jesus and at the end of our prayer and we say in Jesus' name, amen, you know what we're saying? So be it. So be it. But that point I want to highlight right here is he said all. All the promises. So Jesus is the fulfiller and the fulfillment of all the promises. Do you see it's yours? So when we begin to pray and ask things, We pray it in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you all your promises are yes and amen. I thank you. Isaiah 55, go to another one. We're going to keep hitting these just a little bit here just to give you a biblical idea of what the word of God says in these areas. I I thank you. God is very, very plain on these things. And I got to strengthen my faith. Got to get back over my faith. Build my faith. Build my faith. Keep my faith up. Keep my faith immunity up. How's that happen? I got to get in the word. Get in the word and God will get in you. Isaiah 55 verse 10. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and they do not return there. Okay, think about this. It rains, it snows. But when it rains, it doesn't go back into heaven. So what does it do? But it waters the earth. What does it water the earth for? That it may bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So what he's talking about, when it rains here on the earth and it snows here on the earth, 
it, it waters and it, get, it, it creates blossoms, it creates fruit, it creates seed, is what he's talking about. That's what the rain and the snow do. Now watch the comparison here in verse 11. So shall my word be, God's promises and God's plans, his word are a sure fulfillment as the fact that it rains and it snows. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. If you ever want to study something real interesting about Father God, just go to Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. And God said, let there be light. And bang, there was light. But what did God do? God spoke it before it happened. And if you go in there, there's ten times in there where he said, and God said, and God said. And so when the words of God's mouth come right out of here, it comes out of his mouth, it's going to take place. And this is what he gets over. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It, the word of God, shall not return to me void or empty. But if the word of God shall accomplish what I please, and if the word of God shall prosper in the things for which I sent it. You know what he tells me right there? The word of God will complete the assignment. So you know what God's going to do? God's going to do exactly what he says he's going to do. So we jump back to Mark 5. Daughter, thy faith has made thee well. So how does it happen? God's not moved by people's needs. We all get needs. So what's God moved by? He's moved by faith that when people begin to hear his word, they look and say, I believe that's going to happen. I believe that's going to happen. You know, the reason I've tithed for over 30 plus years of my life, because I read the scriptures and I read and I read and I read and I begin to get faith on the inside. I mean, the reason I tithe is, you know why? I believe God will do what he said he'll do. You know why most people don't tithe? They don't believe God will do what he said he'll do. Is it a step of faith? Huge. Huge step of faith. But Jesus in Matthew 8, he likens faith to a seed or even the word to a seed. You get the word in you and there's a seed that begins to take root on the inside of us. One last scripture, just a couple pages to the right. Go to Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah 1, and one of the reasons, verse 12 is where we'll go. This is cross-reference. It goes from Isaiah 55, verses 10 and 11, right here to Jeremiah chapter 1, verses, uh, verse 12. I got to get in the word though, guys. I got to stay in the word. I got to stay in the word. I got to stay in the word. That's why it becomes an adventure, just to believe God. Just to stand in the word. Jeremiah one twelve. Then the Lord said to me, You have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. I am alert, I am active, I am watching, I am anticipating, I am vigilant, I am on the lookout to perform or do my word. So you know what God's telling me? I want to do the word, but i got to get ones that will just hook up and believe me and get over in faith. And so again, so much of this, i got to just stay with the word. Begin to get in there and find scripture and find scripture. And then live by it. Where it becomes a part of your everyday life. Feed your faith and starve your doubts. How do I do that? I get into the word of God. And so even in my life. 
Men of God, women of God, they don't, they don't get dressed in a phone booth and put this cape on. They begin to get a hold of the Word of God. And the Word of God is no respecter's persons. When Jesus said in Joshua, or the Lord said there in Joshua 1.8, He said, then you'll make your way prosperous and then you'll have good success. That's for every one of us in this room. And so to a degree, you know what the Lord's saying? I, I double-dog dare you to get into the Word. I mean, that's a big deal when the Lord says that. Now, he didn't say that. I'm reading into that. But as kids, we used to say that. I mean, when you really wanted to challenge someone, you say, I double-dog dare you. And you would look and you'd think, it's on. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Well, it's the same with the Word of God. It's like God saying, I want to bless you. I'm for you. But you got to have an area of faith that lights up on the inside where you begin to believe the Word of God. And again, I'm harping on this. The only way that's going to happen is for you to hear the Word of God. Hear it and hear it and hear it and hear it and hear it. And then begin to soak in it and begin to meditate on it. Be, be a student of the Word of God. And I'll end with this. If that means you writing three by five cards... If you don't know the scripture in your heart, read that. I guarantee you before long you'll know it. You read that enough and you speak that enough. I'll tell you, it will, it will become alive in you. And then what I like to call those, those are daily affirmations. Begin to say about yourself what the Bible says. Oh my gosh, I can get over on that. Woo. I mean, just one thing I do on a day. And I'm not lifting me. I'm just telling you what the word of God did for me. And again, I said this last week, I graduated from Clovis High School, okay? What I mean by that, Bernadette loved me, okay? I'll be careful with my confession. But on a daily basis, I'll say, I thank you, Lord Jesus, not only for being for Lord of my life, but I thank you, you died for me. And I welcome your blood. I welcome your broken body. I receive it today. And because of you, Lord Jesus, I'm justified. I am the righteousness of Christ in Christ. You've sanctified me. You've set apart me. You've redeemed me. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So because of what you did, Lord Jesus, I walk in abundant life. I walk in John 10, 10 life. Life in that more abundantly. And then I say, no sickness or disease comes near my dwelling. That by the stripes of Jesus, I've been made whole. I'm healthy and whole. I speak to my body every day. I mean, I lay hands on my, I lay hands on my tummy all the time on my mind. That dude needs all the help he can get. Ooh, my mind is sound. My emotions are sound. My memory is sound. From the top of my head into the soles and the tips of my toes, I walk in divine health. I thank you, Lord. You've blessed me indeed. You've enlarged my territory. Your hand is upon me. You keep me from evil and I cause no pain. You've crowned my year with your goodness. My path dripped with your abundance. And daily I'm loaded with your benefits. You've blessed me. You've multiplied me. You've made my name great. You've blessed me to be a blessing. Everything I just said is biblical. Psalm 65, Psalm 69, and Genesis 12. Again, just meditating on the word. And so I like to get in agreement. And if God said, I've blessed you to be a blessing, I've made your name. You know what? I'm just going to get in agreement with it. Say, all right, Lord. Thank you for listening today. For more information, please visit faithchurchlubbock.com.